1: Hey, friendo, Steve here. And Larson. And welcome back to Going In Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you need to be listening to right here at youtube.com forward slash Steve and Larson, available wherever podcasts can be found. And, of course, taped live at the Twitch twitch.tv forward slash Steve and Larson. Uh, we'll be back tonight with our Raw recap here on the Twitch uh, because it is night two of yep. the draft. But for right now, we're bringing you our news beef Covering everything that happened over the weekend. You got a uh, finger also, up, yes, Larson. Because we also need to plug tomorrow over
2: on Twitch around two p.m. Pacific, we're doing a friendo gaming
1: stream. The Friendo Arcade play returns games with us. The Friendo yes. Arcade returns friendo this time Arcade. with Larson. Uh, this is very exciting stuff. We're gonna be hanging out for a couple hours playing some video games. On tap, we've got uh we're gonna do a Rocket League tournament. We're there gonna go. play some season two of Fall Guys. What is go. season? I have not played season two yet. I have no, Neither I don't know I. what has in store. Hopefully less team games. And then uh, we're going to try to hook up some Among Us uh, because everybody seems to be having a lot of fun with that particular game. Yeah, it seems uh, fun. So join us for that. Like you said, 2 p.m. Pacific, 5 p.m. Eastern. Uh, Friend of Arcade. This is something we maybe we'll do like once a month. Sounds kind of cool. Yeah. Yeah? yeah. Sounds great. Thank yeah. you, Rosie Knight, for all the gifted subs here in oh, the Twitch so chat. Uh, so there is that. Also, this time for a personal plug. This coming uh, October seventeenth, uh, uh, the wifey Lacey and I, we've got our brand new ghost story podcast. It's called "That's Not Scary." You can go to youtube.com slash That's Not Scary right now. You can sub to that channel. It'll be there. It'll also be wherever podcasts can be found. I'm going to post a link to that particular uh, to so you can put it in your RSS feed. Uh, I'll post a link to that. Uh, either in the description of this or the description of that go. or whatever, but but yeah, that's where you can find us. So check that out as well. Should be a lot of fun. Sounds. The good. Rob Zuberer did good. the theme song for it. It's a banger. Oh, it's 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 magical. It's a banger. That guy's great. He is great. Rob Zuberer is the best. You know, it's not. You know, it's not the best. Man, sliding into the DMs and asking for booty pics, Larson. What's oh, in the news? Goodness.
2: So fresh off his return this past Friday on SmackDown, looks like Lars Sullivan might have landed himself in hot water. Yet again, uh, Bodyslam.net is reporting that Sullivan sent a series of uh, inappropriate messages to an Instagram account called Yoga for the Athlete, uh, asking for the aforementioned Steve mentioned there. Booty (sighs) pics. Booty pics. So obviously, this is not not the first time that Lars has gotten himself in trouble. He was fined $100,000 just last year after a series of, of horrible, just horrible posts. Uh, he made on a bodybuilding forum some years back came to light, and WrestleVotes has some info about how Lars is viewed backstage. And WB reporting that quote WWE is aware of Lars Sullivan's latest troubles, and it's beyond safe to say he doesn't have many supporters left in the locker room. However, one of those supporters has the ultimate say, so that's that.
1: Yeah, who doesn't like booty picks? dude? Like, I wanted to root for the guy. I really did. I know you did too. You know, he'd be he seemed you know, very apologetic. Like Titus O'Neill had gone on his way and said a lot of things about, hey, he came up to us afterwards, said the 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 message board posts were, you know, just him trying to troll, him trying to be shocking, a mistake of youth. He's grown since then. That's not the person he is. People seem to accept that. Uh you know, uh, he he did. You know, I'm not going to shame anybody for doing an, a, a, some adult cinema, uh, but that came out pretty humiliating for the guy. Uh, obviously, he obviously he, he was reported to have dealt with anxiety issues, which uh, might have been one of the reasons why uh, he didn't have that big debut on main roster against John Cena, which was you know reported to to be in the works. He was fined a hundred thousand dollars by the WWE. Uh, man, does there any does there seem to be anybody more hapless? At social can't interaction, get this own way. guy, he right? Have his own way. I know, dude. There's know. here's the thing. There's like tons of of outlets where you can like pay money to speak this way to people, and it's like acceptable. <laughs> like that, that's that's what a thing is these days. You could do that now, and it's totally cool. And they'll send you a booty pic. But come on, man. Like this person is trying to make a, a dollar and a cent doing yoga instruction. And then you slide in the DMs and you act, an act like like a fool. You make a fool out of yourself. Like, come on, man. You're you're I a know. name. You're a I public know. figure. I know. I know. What, He's got what are know you better. doing? He's got to know better. He's got to know better. He, you have to. Like, I mean, I don't know, man. I mean, does this? do they need to teach this stuff? You think you don't need to teach this stuff, but it feels like WWE Performance Center needs to teach this stuff. Hey. Yeah, this needs to be part of the social media class. You know, if these people want to be taken seriously, I mean, look, I, I, I if, if somebody like Jackson Riker, they have an opinion about the state of things, right? He wants to put it on Twitter. You're allowed to do that. You're allowed to do that. It's totally fine. You can do that. But freedom of speech does not mean freedom from consequences. Yep. So if a ton of people, including your peers, management, fans, et cetera, et cetera, catch wind of stuff that you're posting – and they're like, whoa! This stuff sort of like flies in the face of what like you know norms are, or or, mm-hmm. or societal mm-hmm. ideologies, or whatever. What's good? Um, then you're get, there's gonna there's going to be consequences for that. Yep. Similarly, with Lars Sullivan, if you're dropping your name in a DM to somebody who's who's like just trying to like offer up yoga classes for money, online yoga classes, mm-hmm. and you're being you know gross. Mm -hmm. you you gotta know that's that might get out yep it might get out you're you're taking that risk it might get out there yep Yep. so yeah like i said he's gotta know better he's gotta know better yeah like you Uh, can get booty pics they're available lots of places legally nobody'll nobody'll put you out there for it anyways Got no better.
2: Uh, apparently, we know uh, more about how long WWE is going to be staying at Thunderdome, Steve.
1: Yeah, uh, till the end of November, maybe. Uh, yeah, so, maybe. <laughs> fresh off, I'm sorry, that's the wrong story. Despite reports in recent weeks that WWE was looking to take their shows on the road after their lease with the Amway Center expires, PW Insiders reporting that Thunderdome, Thunderdome, is staying put in Orlando, stating, "quote." The company will be producing Raw and SmackDown out of Orlando's Amway Center, extending the length of the Thunderdome concept at least another four weeks. Do eight weeks. Do eight weeks at least. Here's why. Just go through the end of the year. Go through the end of the year. Minimum. minimum. All the experts, all the scientists are out there are saying the next two months are going to be bad for a variety of reasons. It's cold weather. People stay inside. When they stay inside, people cough in each other's mouths. They get coronavirus. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, uh, people mm-hmm. are more apt to go home for the holidays, see family around family. Families tend to cough in each other's mouths. You get coronavirus. Spread coronavirus. Yes, exactly. exactly. Yes. So, yes, so you've got you got all the makings of like super spreaders everywhere because everybody loves to cough in each other's mouths when they go inside. So. Wait, and this is going to happen for the next two months because it takes the holiday season. Wait out eight weeks, two months, and then to kick off 2021, uh, survey the landscape at this time. WWE has already had to uh, 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 explain themselves when it comes to their coronavirus policy oh, several, several times, several times, multiple times, numerous times. You don't want to, you don't want to end up like that. You got to do better. You got to learn. <laughs> yes. Do better, <laughs> learn. Don't repeat your same That's mistakes. the
2: theme of today's episode. Do better and learn. Do better, learn. Don't repeat the same mistakes. Exactly. Um, no, yeah, you're right. And I would even say uh, 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 continue this Amway residency. I'd say this all the way up to WrestleMania. So if you have any notion of having uh, a crowd of any size mm-hmm. at Raymond James Stadium in Tampa for WrestleMania, make that the huge uh, spectacle. Hey, first show with the crowd back, a real crowd back—a mm-hmm. real crowd—WrestleMania bank and make it seem even, you know, all the more important.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh,
2: because right now there's really no reason to take undue risk, uh, given we're heading into the the fall and winter seasons. Yeah, uh, you know, typical cold flu season. Uh, hitting the road at that time of year just seems like a massive, massive, massive mistake. Um, and that I'm sure they spent a ton of money on this Thunderdome thing uh, to only give it, you know, like two months run. Mm-hmm. Seems like a, a kind of a waste of money.
1: Uh, I think. Look, I really like Thunderdome. Like, it's not the same as having fans, but uh, in terms of spectacle, in terms of like the visual element, uh, it's pretty darn close. Like, I I'll think tell you that- what, though. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I'll tell you what. I'd rather have people just do
2: this in the background mm-hmm. than hear all the 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 pointless and infuriating CM Punk chants.
1: I okay. So my thoughts on that is, I half agree with you, but with the CM Punk chants. There are often times when the crowd gives you, you, With that stuff, I take. I'm fine taking the bad with the good because I'd rather uh, be there for moments like uh, the dog collar match, but in front of fans. Uh, Jay Uso versus Roman Reigns, I think, really could have been in front of fans. Um, the reaction to the New Day being split up, I think, that would have been a really interesting fan. Yeah, would all have been good stuff. But I mean, yeah. like,
2: like what's what's the worst that typically on a nightly basis. I know there's been incidences where things get really bad uh, uh, as far as what's on the screens of Thunderdome. Um, they seem to have, taken, to have taken care of that, I think, of, of late. You haven't heard of it. There movie. hasn't been any incidents of, like, beheadings yeah. on cameras, yeah. So so the worst that we typically see, I'm just saying, on Thunderdome in terms of crowd interactions is people just doing, doing thumbs down. Yeah. That's I, the worst of it. Yeah. The, that's no, my point. That's the point I was trying to make.
1: No, but no, I agree with you. Nobody's been able to, like, take over the shows or try to, which is the most annoying thing ever. Oh, that's so, yeah. Like, we've been to a Raw. We've been to, a cup, I think, a couple Raw Aftermanias, haven't we or at least one just one yeah we just one. one okay um and you know you look around and you see people and it's like god I'd hate to be next to that person because there's some idiots out there just dancing trying to like take over everything and it's like look I'm all about having fun but like I don't know it just gets annoying sometimes mm-hmm. that being said that's the price that's a, to me it's a small price to pay for like how cool fan interaction is um but that being said, I really enjoy Thunderdome. I think it's great. I think it looks great. I'd rather see, I'll tell you what, I'd rather see like the weird thumbs down or the thumbs up thing rather than people coughing in each other's mouths, which is obviously what people do when which they do get what together. When people are in any sort of indoor space, obviously. Exactly.
0: Yes. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find
1: Hey, before yes. we talk about this next story, because uh, it's a bit of a potential spoiler. Um, can we talk really quick about Bloodsport? Because I didn't notice it on the notes here. Oh, yeah, yeah, But we both watched Bloodsport yeah, last I watched night. It. Mainly yeah. because uh, going in Raw, a uh, uh, third man, uh, 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 Cal Jack, uh, had, had, had a match, a match yeah. against Eric Hammer. Yeah. Um, And so I, ch- I we checked out pretty much the entire thing. Uh, I thought it was a lot of fun, man. I thought Bloodsport was pretty great. Yeah, it was, it was fun. It was fun. It was great seeing
2: Cal. He had a great showing for himself. Uh, unfortunately, didn't pick up the win, uh, but he looked great. Uh, had a great match. Um, I kind of caught it right when that match, his match began. Mm-hmm. Um, so the kind of first half I missed. Oh, out with he, family. He, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah. There were some good matches. Allison K. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, went past uh. Oh, I'm blanking now. Who her first round opponent was in the tournament thing? It's on the t- oh oh oh. Killer Kelly. That's who it was. Oh yeah, that's uh, right. I, I caught it during that match. Is when I turned it on. I think they had like a match before then or something. But uh, um, I yeah, thought the Tom, Tom Lawler that. homicide match was great. That was a lot of fun. That was a lot of fun. That was really that was a lot cool. of
2: fun. Yeah. Um, uh, Davy Boy Smith Jr. versus Josh Alexander. Was what really short.
1: Ha- what happened there? A power bomb that was done with. I don't know. It was a hell of a powerbomb though. I don't know and if that main was event. I don't know if that match was cut short early, but I'd like to see more knockouts via powerbomb cuz it was pretty Agreed. cool. Agreed. It's pretty neat. Uh, main event was was fun.
2: I again just stepped out of the room for a moment and I came back and it was over. Yeah. So uh they 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 kept the matches brief, I guess keeping with the theme of uh you know, a shoot fight. Mm-hmm. Shoot fights generally don't last that long.
1: Yeah. Uh Mox versus Chris Dickinson. Uh, It felt more like if you want like more of a Mox New Japan style match, that's what it was. Um, I thought it was pretty solid. Uh, Cal uh, slapping the shit out of Eric Hammer. Yeah, he got tapped out later on. Eric Hammer, it's a mean dude right there. He Mm -hmm. had a mean mustache on him too. Tell you what, yeah. Um, So good for him, man. Tapping Cal out because not a lot of people can do that to the big man. Nope. Nope. But uh, also, happy birthday to Cal. We love you, man. Yeah, man. uh, Happy birthday. So proud of you for yesterday. Hell yeah! Hell yeah!
2: All right, spoiler alert Larson. Yeah spoiler alert spoiler alert. Well, I, I know what the spoiler is don't tell me spoiler
1: alert Tell them spoiler alert. Well, I tell you I tell them via you I say oh, sorry to the sorry. people spoiler alert. proxy
2: for a friend oh, gotcha. yelling at me about spoiler
1: alerts. Well, I'll make sure the spoiler
2: alerts directed the right people anyway So a uh, spoiler alert it looks like WB's red brand you can see the return of all red everything Eva Marie cult the hawk was the first report that quote, Eva Marie is set to return to WWE. Her second debut may also be imminent, as a source in the company told us that the former Total Diva Stark returned as soon as tonight's episode of Monday Night Raw. PW Insider had more, noting, quote, Marie is in Orlando, Florida, for this week's WWE tapings and was seen yesterday undergoing medical testing needed in order to enter the Thunderdome today. PWInsider.com is told that Marie and the company came to terms for a return the week of September 20th. There is no word whether she is returning to wrestle or simply appear as a personality on TV. Uh, I was kind of, I was actually quite liking her her gimmick um, with the you know the music, the announcer. Uh, she come to the ring and find a reason to not wrestle. I thought that was all
1: actually pretty fun and clever. I agree. I thought when when we first saw her show up on main roster and that booming voice, mm. look at her, all red, everything. I thought that was a very clever way of of turning something on its head and uh, and debuting her. I thought that was really good stuff. I was curious to see where all that was going to go. I know uh, I don't know I I never actually watched this particular interview, but I know a while ago god, over a year ago I think Ryan Satin had a pretty extensive interview with her. I don't know if they ever talked about where that was supposed to go or if she knew or what, but I was I always kind of curious about that. <clears throat> I know me too. Um so yeah, I mean that this is this is cool. I mean towards her last couple of days in NXT and then when she I mean it was never on display and on main roster because like she only had a couple appearances where they they were doing the let me get out of the wardrobe malfunction and then stuck in traffic whatever it was yeah. um they only did a couple of those but towards her last days in NXT she was really starting to put it together like she was by no means like a super polished wrestler but like you know she was especially in the face of, of a relentless crowd I mean, mm-hmm. full sail. In my opinion, kind of crossed the line a couple times with her, with the you can't wrestle chance and stuff like that, uh, you know. But she was really starting to put it together. She's putting in some hard work, mm-hmm. so uh, you know, this I think this would be this would be pretty cool. I, yeah, I think so too. And she, you know, uh,
2: she's had a number of years to continue her training outside of WWE if that's what she decided to do. Um, so i would be interested to see, you know, if these reports are true, if she does come back, what capacity it
1: is, and and what they
2: have her doing. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, it could be fun. Yeah, let's hope. Uh, we do have a Raw tonight. Maybe she'll be there. Maybe she won't. We don't know, but we do know this. WWE.com has a preview, so we're going to talk about that preview right now. First up, Kevin Owens to face Alistair Black in a no disqualification match. Um, I'm hoping that Alistair Black gets to pick up a win here because it is no DQ. Kevin Owens just faced The Fiend. Um, I don't, what are your thoughts on this one? Oh
2: yeah, Alistair totally has to win this, and I wouldn't be surprised if the if we see the lights go down, distract Kevin Owens to continue this Fiend thing pot- potentially, potentially. Yeah. Uh, Seth Rollins bids farewell to Raw. So I think it's kind of cool that you have a couple uh, uh, Seth on Raw, New Day on SmackDown. They're giving them an op- who have been on the sh- respective shows for a very long time. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're given uh, given each each of them an opportunity to say goodbye to that particular brand, I think that's great.
1: So we talked about this a little bit on the post-show. Yeah, uh, on the SmackDown recap post-show live on Twitch. But uh, what are the odds that Matt Riddle gets traded to uh, Raw tonight? Seth Rollins had some interesting comments about (laughs) Matt Riddle on, uh, on the bump. Was it, was it the bump or was this their draft? Watch line. It was, watch along. It was, it was a draft watch That's yeah. right. Yeah. So they're bringing in guests, people who had either been, you know, a uh, traded or not trader, or draft or not draft or whatever. Seth Rollins was on there and uh, and he was asked about different names that he might be interested, different matchups that he might be interested in fighting. I think they brought up, I want to say Seamus uh, and Big E, I think, because they had had that match. And uh, and Raw, and then he, he said very nice things about them. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Matt Riddle was brought up, uh, and Seth Rollins said, Matt Riddle's a guy that I never want to face, uh, in my entire career. So for all I care, he can go to Raw. Yeah, <laughs> he said it with such a straight face. Um, and uh, yeah, that was uh, that, that, was, that, was, that was something else. That it was, was something telling. else. Now, there was there were some there were some uh, uh, sleuths digging into this over the weekend. Um, and I'm going to, I'm going to bring this up really quick because they uh, let's see here. Well, there was riddles. Wife po- had some posts about,
2: I was uh, looking for that. Yeah. Some, uh, of the women wrestlers in WWE, how she thought like they weren't in essentially good enough shape or something like that. Yeah. Yeah.
1: But using some, a bit more derogatory language. Yeah. And then one that. of
2: the, one of the, one of the people that she, uh, kind of, uh, uh mentioned was Becky Lynch.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh yeah, I it's it's I don't I don't really I have it right here. I'm not going to repeat this because it's just kind of messed up. You guys can get online and check this out yourself. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it is it's like a picture of of Becky Lynch like from her uh, uh from the angles from behind. And uh and basically she she calls out Becky Lynch um in a way that can only be described as tacky and classless. Yeah. Um yeah so there yeah that's uh that it wouldn't i don't know if that's where this comes from wouldn't shock me if, the, if that's where it did come from um i mean it, it seems like in the case of, of riddle there seems to be a, a number of reasons why one would not like like him the, yeah you can you can you can point to a couple potential reasons yeah for sure um i'm just i mean this might be just one of several <laughs> could be oh, yeah i are uh,
2: uh, reading that over the weekend i'm like oh god Gosh. Oh, I know. I know. Like what is there to gain from posting something like that?
1: Yeah. Uh, yeah. His, his riddle shit is just kind of, I I kind of don't, I don't really care when he shows up anymore, man. Like just a confluence of things. And, you know, there's, there's plenty of stuff out there. It's just not my thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, after that, we've got a dual brand women's battle Royal for raw women's championship match. Isn't the point of a draft? to, like, get roster spots and to, to solidify the brands so that then when you have your roster, those people would then be competing for a chance, a shot at the Raw Women's Championship. Why is this a dual-brand battle royale? Maybe it's the situation. Maybe I, I didn't read the uh, synopsis
2: of this particular thing, but maybe it's a situation. Like, say, if a SmackDown competitor, bang, automatically drafted to Raw. Maybe it has some bearing in draft picks itself. Mm-hmm. I'm just putting that out there. Mm-hmm. But as we saw on Friday... They'll do stuff in terms of the draft that really defies logic, but just do it anyways.
1: It's it's like they it's like they actively try to now. The one interesting thing will be because we've seen Ms. Morrison, uh, Mandy Rose, and Tucker all get drafted to Raw. Mm-hmm. That has to mean that the Money in the Bank briefcase is going to land somehow. This story is going to land Otis on Raw as well, right? It has, no. to. It, no, it, Carson, it has to, it, it has to, it has to, it I'm not saying it's not going to happen.
2: I'm not necessarily going to say uh, I'm going to look at this evidence, which would seem to overwhelmingly support your hypothesis. <laughs> this is WWE as, right? as Big E said on Talking Smack. How did Sami Zayn? How long have you worked here? Logic doesn't apply. <laughs> okay, there's certain things they want to have happen and they just make them happen. They don't necessarily motivate them by story. Don't motivate them by anything. Don't uh, apply basic logic or try to explain things; they just do them.
1: I didn't. I didn't. Assuming hear... that people.
2: So, sorry, what? The, assuming the fans in like two or
1: three weeks will forget all about it. I didn't hear that part of what he said. Yeah, uh, but that just adds more credence to my theory that he was legit pissed. Like his his demeanor after that fight. Uh, his demeanor. Look, I know he's he's great at selling. He's he's a performer. This dude can act with the best of them. I dude, I don't know, man. I get the feeling that, that wasn't a performance. I think he was pissed. Even even while Sammy Zayn was sitting up there and he was being, you know, he's basically out of character. He was saying, you know, you guys are the best. You guys are the greatest. Mm-hmm. You guys have found a way. He was putting him huge, up big yeah. time, huge, right? And which is totally out of character for what he is right now. Mm-hmm. You know, Biggie was just sitting there, and it was as if, as if he was just internalizing. Yeah, everything this guy is saying is true. And look what they did. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. <sighs> I don't know, man. I don't know. Uh, and then uh, this should be really good. Mustafa Ali is yeah. going to talk about his retribution reveal. Uh, he's posted some stuff on Twitter that's tw- teasing more or less what we've
2: suspected. That it's all you know they've all been overlooked or, or passed by for whatever reason. Um, and if that's what he's going to talk about, uh, that should be interesting. I agree. Um, I think I, I just he, don't want it to be a situation where they they where he directs his anger again towards all of us for yeah, not sticking up for. Him. It's you know got to be directed dude, squarely at WWE.
1: You know what? Here's the thing though, even if he does. You're right cuz that makes sense. Like it makes yes. sense for him to do that. Whatever they give him, he'll make chicken salad out of it. I you know, even yeah. if even if he's told, "Hey, direct this at the fans," he'll figure out a way to make it compelling. I you, hope so. You can't give this guy the ball and and, and he's and, and and he's not going to run with it. Yeah. He runs with it every time and kills it every single time. You can tell him to go out there and you know blame it on you know a bad sandwich he ate. I don't know. Why I got food on mine right now, but you must not eating lunch yet. You're right. Correct. Um, he'll run with it. I'm looking forward to. it. I think it's going to be really good. Yeah, I hope so. I, I think it will be too. Anyways, let's answer some questions. Let's
2: answer some questions over here on the twitters.
1: I don't have the thread up yet. So I bear, do. I have it up. Bear now. with me one moment. Uh, Anthony. Yeah, you know, It says, with the first
2: night of the draft in the books, how would you have done things? What moves would you have changed or made to make it more exciting? Like I said in our episode of Matt, Matt chat. Um, uh, I just wish that the show, what happened on the show, uh, had some bearing on what happened in the draft. Mm-hmm. And for the most part, it didn't, mm-hmm. you know, it was like, here, here's storylines we have to continue. Here's this draft that's kind of happening in parallel, um, have matches that influence the draft. And have the draft influence the matches on the night, so the draft feels like more important in terms of what's actually going on, as opposed to just like
1: moving a couple people around. It didn't feel as important as it should have. No, and it moment. hasn't for since 2016. 2016 was such a killer draft. It was so great. It was awesome, um, dude. You have you have all this stuff going on. Everybody's asking. Everybody asks. Oh, is NXT going to be in it this year? Just freaking put NXT in it. Just put NXT like, in it. It well, doesn't have the to the be the biggest names.
2: No, no, no. Just it's really just like an answer, yes or no. Like everybody's asking Triple H, "Hey, is NXT going to be involved?" And he can't answer the question. He's like,
1: "I don't know." Man, that fool does. I don't know because <laughs> he doesn't know, which is weird. But like, you have all this. You can have the coolest. You could have so many. Yeah, it's just it's WWE. It's WWE. It always it, it always just WWE. defies logic because it's like, it is what it is. Uh, Let's see here. Uh, Juan Guerrero Jr. has an update for us. I had surgery and it was successful this time. Kidney stone is gone and I'm on the road to recovery. But my time in the hospital made me think, what is your favorite medical slash hospital moment in wrestling other than Austin McMahon, Mr. Sacco? Because that's too easy. That is is the right answer, but that is too easy. That is the correct answer. Um, probably when they did Triple H's, uh, uh, montage of, of like rehab and stuff. That was like, I think that was like the first time we got to see like a behind the scenes, like sort of the, the, the kayfabe thing was dropped because he was this big, bad villain guy. And it was like, Hey, let's actually take a look at this guy and see what's humanizing his his struggles to get back in the ring. Yeah, that's true. I'm trying to think of any other hospital based kayfabe moments. Um, None immediately come to mind. Uh I know it's not necessarily
2: hospital. Uh but uh when Braun uh was it flipped over the ambulance when oh, Roman yeah. was inside? That's always good stuff. I mean what is an, amb- an ambulance but a mobile hospital?
1: <laughs> That's true, Larson. That's totally true.
2: <laughs> uh let's see here. Uh Noob and n- Company, yeah. any chances of Charlotte Flair returning before a Survivor series season or Royal Rumble season? Now we've heard some conflicting Don't know reports about her timetable to return so the answer is yeah we don't know um we just don't know hopefully
1: don't hopefully. know uh let's see here uh, maggie you've got the rights to any song in the world for your entrance music what song do you go with and what part of the song oh man she says i'm going oh, with the drums from in the air tonight yeah you need something great with really good punctuation to it would you go with the like Mox did to, with to like to a whole track? It wouldn't be my first choice. Yeah, probably not, huh? Um, I mean, it's, a, it's a fine enough song. It doesn't it doesn't really feel wrestling themed to me. You know, what I'd go with I'd go with a, the the Breeders' Cannonball. That's a good one, but it'd have to kick in with the do 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 critical, yeah, you go go Yeah 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 yeah. Because yeah, yeah. people would mark out big. That's one of those things. That's why I don't like Darby Allen's theme because it starts off just with that bass or whatever it is. Doom doom Yeah, it starts pretty slow. And uh, you want to get right into it. Hold on, I let the dog out. I'll be right back. Or the bit at the beginning with the kazoo's. Yeah. <contradicts townsằngAMA2> <laughs> that stuff. That'd be good. All right, next question. Hopefully Larson will come up with a good answer for that one. Uh, Anthony Tobias. Will Charlotte or Becky be part of the draft since they aren't there? Or will they be considered free agents? Or will Vince keep them with their significant others? So if I'm not mistaken, Larson can verify this for me. I believe Charlotte is part of the draft pool, right? Yes. But Becky is not. Nope. Nope. Correct. Okay.
2: Uh, As far as theme, I'd probably go with public enemies. Welcome to the Terradome.
1: Oh, people would mark out for that big time.
2: Yeah, man. That's a good one. That's a good good one. 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 Uh, Uh, Hugh Longhevery, no favoritism. What was the best match on Bloodsport? Cal versus Eric Hammer. Yeah.
1: No favoritism involved. It's my favorite match. Although uh uh what was that dude's name? Calvin Tankman. Mm-hmm. That's a big dude. <laughs> That's, I think it was Alexander James he was facing. Yeah, yeah. That is a big dude. Yeah, man. That was good stuff. I really like that match.
2: Uh, fear and then with these NXT injuries and possibility of more COVID issues as we get deep into the year. Do you think there's a, a chance we won't hear Regal say War Games this year? I think there's a very good chance. I don't know if they could. Do, they can't do it in the Performance Center. It's not large enough. Except two rings and the cage, especially with what, how they got stuff set up now. Um, I don't even know if there's enough room in the in, uh, Thunderdome. For I don't them. know. They have to get rid of like most of the stuff they have, they have to move stuff around. I just don't know if they do it.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I mean, if, if if the fact that they were so high on the Capitol Wrestling Center makes me think they're not going to put any takeovers at, well, geez, when is the next takeover? It's not till it's not December. One, no, it's Early December. December. Who knows if they're even going to be at a, at Thunderdome. So, I don't know. I, I guess I wouldn't. Yeah, I'd probably rule it out for this year. Probably rule it out for this yeah, year. Yeah, I think that's probably the one
2: thing. Probably the absolute one thing they're not going to do unless there's fans there. I know there's That's a few okay. fans. That's okay. You don't need more games so. every year anyways. No. Uh, Sean
1: Lathrop, are you
2: guys going into the QuizzleMania tag team match against Good Brothers and Talk? <laughs> Haven't been invited. Nope. Idiots. After a would... showing last time, I don't think we deserve a spot either.
1: Oh, what are you talking about? We definitely deserve a spot. I thought we were doing pretty good until the very end. Yeah, the first, the first half we did. Really Dude, hard. honestly, if we put any amount of effort into studying for that, we probably could have won. Uh, Nick, but Vince, no, tag uh, teams versus. Of course, we should have been in that against the Good Brothers. Look, man, put us in a put us in a situation where it's who knows their partner better. We'll win every time. We'll win yeah, every time, probably. Nick,
2: uh, Vince approaches you guys for a Raw versus SmackDown basketball game. Larson is Team Raw. Steve is Team SmackDown. Who's your starters?
1: Wait, what, a basketball game comprised of whom? Wrestlers, I would assume. I'm Team Raw. You're Team SmackDown. Who's supposed to be like the better basketball player? Okay, so can we do this uh, across space and time? Uh, sure. I want like prime Kevin Nash, like from years before he was in okay. wrestling. Okay, He actually I'll played. Take... Yeah, he played ball. Yeah,
2: so did Undertaker. I'll take
1: Undertaker. Oh, <laughs> I didn't know he did. Yeah, he played collegiate basketball. Oh, wow. Um, and then I think, uh, isn't Kofi supposed to be really good?
2: Yeah, problem is he's on Raw, Steve. He's my pick. I'm taking Kofi.
1: Oh, I got SmackDown, huh? Okay. Who's even on SmackDown? I don't know. You can look up the roster. Rollins is probably good at basketball. I have no evidence to suggest that, but he's probably pretty good at basketball. I don't know. Well, I don't Um, know that he's not. I'm
2: going to take Kofi, Undertaker. I think Miz is decent. Yeah, that's what I heard. Miz is good. He's on Raw now. I'll take Miz. Um
3: That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today.
2: Montez Ford. Dude,
1: the draft isn't done yet, so I feel like I'm getting screwed here. What if the Street Profits go to SmackDown? Well, then you can have Montez or Dawkins or both. They're probably going to go to SmackDown. That's I'm going to take, I'm gonna take uh, 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 assuming injuries aren't a thing, Ivar. <laughs> okay, good. I'm going to take Dijak. <laughs> He's probably really good. Could be. He's a tall
2: dude. He is. Uh, Adam Bold. Uh, what kind of cake did you get Cal Jack for his birthday? Also, happy birthday, Cal. That's right. Happy birthday, Cal. Happy birthday, Cal. I'd get Cal no, we did not get him a cake. He's uh I don't know if he's back from Indianapolis yet or not. Uh, I would get him whatever cake you wanted.
1: Oh but you think Cal's favorite Bianca Bianca's probably pretty good.
2: Yeah, she probably is. We'll uh, Bianca. What do you what do you think uh, Cal's favorite flavor of cake is?
1: I don't know what a bear's like. Oh, Fish. A bear, a, a bear stole some of my Oreo cookies once. Oh, really? Yeah, Lacey and I were out uh, camping at this cabin that we've got, like, access to ages ago, like years ago. Really? And, like we say, it was late at night. We're up outside on the table playing some cards. We heard some rustling. <laughs> Zondo says Kodiak cakes. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, perfect. And uh, we had, like, a thing of Oreos out there. So we go running inside uh, when we heard some rustling, some rustling. and uh, the next morning the Oreos were gone. Bears wow. love Oreos. Wow. <laughs> wow. Uh, Matthew Flanagan,
2: working with current roster of XT Rod SmackDown, who would be your dream five members of Retribution and what storyline would you build for them? Who's been you screwed know, it, the most?
1: Well, I'd put Ali on there. Yeah, Ali should be their leader. Yeah. Now I put Big E on there because <laughs> like, you took me away from um, the New Day. If
2: we're, if we're talking all time, it would be Ali, be, uh Sandow.
1: You gotta put Brett. Bret Hart. Yeah,
2: yeah. Brett Sandow Ali.
1: Yeah, I gonna put Mister Anderson in there.
2: Mister Kennedy. Sure. Sorry, Mister Kennedy. Yeah, Mister Kennedy. Sure.
1: He got screwed big time.
2: Oh, uh, consumable pizzas. Wade DDP. Barrett. DDP. Oh yeah. And WB. He did not get treated well. He got treated terribly. Yep.
1: Undertaker. Uh,
2: B man Patrick Sparks book a Cal Jack debut in AEW WWE and New Japan. <laughs>
1: All right. Uh well in WWE it'd be like Uh so in okay, in AEW he'd come out and lose to Cody for the TNT title. Yeah. Um in WWE he'd get like weeks and weeks of uh of video of, of vignettes. Yeah, um, him out in the woods. Yeah. Yeah, and then he'd he'd squash like 20 jobbers. Then you wouldn't see him for like a long time. He might show up on main event. Yeah. Uh, and then New uh, Japan. New Japan. Uh, he gets one of
2: those those vignettes like Mock Scott were at the bar, except he's in the woods.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Everybody'd wonder like on the internet, everybody, oh, who is this guy? Who is the bear man? Who is he? And then he'd show up and like, oh, it's Cal Jack. Wow. <laughs> uh, Ricky Scurvy uh, asked us to book a Adam Mayhem Cal Jack blood sport match. Oh, it'd just be a complete massacre. Remember when we were kids and there was that rumor that there was a UFC match where a guy's face got ripped off? With a bunch of elbow strikes, yeah. Yeah, it would actually be that. Wow. Part of me wonders if
2: Adam Mayhem would take the blood sport aspect a little too literally and bring another gun to the ring.
1: Yeah. Um, and then Barnett would stop it and just like mill about the ring for a <laughs> bit, like he did in New Japan that time. Like he he, he, he wanted to rip Jay White in half.
2: He wanted to. Man, he would have beat the hell out of him.
1: <laughs> yeah, but you gotta you gotta express yourself in a different way, man. This is a I know, big show. I know.
2: Like, like, bury him on commentary or something like that. Don't stop the show. Yeah. Uh, Dalen Dula, you just opened a record store in Death Valley, California. Unfortunately, yeah. your AC unit has broken and the sweltering heat of the desert is threatening to ruin your entire inventory of vinyl records. What the hell? What rustler do you call to fix your AC before this disaster befalls your business? This is a ridiculous... I don't know. Uh, 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 Tucky. I'll take Tucker. They're heavy machinery. They might know how like, uh, compressors
1: and such work. Maybe. Yeah. Okay. Uh, that's not terrible. Uh, is there anybody that was like an electrician? Like maybe the under, I feel like the undertaker what about the shock master. I feel like, yeah, that's a good one. I think, I feel like the undertaker is home a lot. He's in Texas. So it's hot there. He's probably had to deal with that stuff. Maybe. I don't want to pay anybody to All do right. it. I will Leg- just legendary
2: legendary is the right answer here
1: Chad is glacier. <laughs> well, I mean, he's just going to use the supernatural powers. Mm-hmm. He's I mean, he's not going to come and live at your house cuz he's only he can only make it cool while he's there. No, he'll
2: he'll super kick your AC unit and uh or cryonic kick it
1: and uh, it'll work again. I'm telling you man, you're going up in small claims with if it's a uh, if it's a glacier. And right now these days he looks like uh, someone that could be fixing everything. He actually does look like an AC repair guy. Yeah. Oh, wow. No, yeah, go ahead. Sober Chad. Oh, go. go. Yeah. By combining two fast food chains, create the ultimate menu item. Now, I, sh- I should say that this question here really fits in better. Ask Stephen Larson, which, which we're filming later, today. I know. I know. Exactly. Uh, you can get access to that episode uh, uh, on the Patreon by throwing us a Twitch sub be- by becoming a YouTube channel member. as part of Friendo Club TV. Yes. But we'll, for the sake of this, we'll, we'll answer this question here. Two fast food chains create the ultimate menu item. Can it be like an ultimate meal deal? I'm telling
2: you, this is what it is. You take the best thing at Del Taco, chicken soft taco. Had two of them last night. Uh, You take the the standard hamburger, or if you want, cheeseburger from McDonald's. Hmm. In lieu of
1: the Del Taco one. Wow. Bang, put those two together. Oh, wow. The Steve. Okay, interesting. That's what you get. I like it a lot. That's good. I would actually, you know, the thing about the McDonald's meal is that it's too McDonald's tasting. And for me, for my personal taste, you got to keep McDonald's items with McDonald's items. Can't mix and match them. So I would actually go to Jack in the Box. Jack in the Box actually has a regular cheeseburger that's like 99 cents that doesn't make you feel like shit. Everything know, else on their menu makes you feel like shit. I don't, I don't believe that for a second. That's fine. That's totally fine. Uh, I have had it before. and It just tastes like a normal, it's like a decent my, cheeseburger. My, after that chicken sandwich we had there, my days of giving Jack in the Box the benefit of the doubt Well, are gone. dude, we asked for the one with four patties on it. Of course it's going to be shit. Uh, Mr. Biff Top Johnny asks, <laughs> how tall would Cal Jack ceiling be in WWE and our NXT? All, all the tall. You got All a dude asked. who's huge.
2: He's charismatic. Huge. He's charismatic. He's a good talker. He's got a great
1: pedigree, being a, a, a all-American collegiate wrestler. Top work ethic. Yeah. 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 His ceiling is is super tall. Those idiots didn't frigging like bring him in and you know give him the surprise layoff in front of cameras. Tacky. Yeah, I know. I know. F those guys is too good for WWE.
2: This is a good good question. Uh, Anthony Matthews, there are a lot of superstars who built the name on multiple title runs, Flair, Cena, Hogan, etc. But who, in your opinion, did the most building a lasting legacy with no more than one or two world title runs? Uh, He says, first name that comes to my mind is JBL.
1: I'd say, uh, I mean, in recent history, it'd be CM Punk. Yeah, so I was going to say Punk or Daniel Bryan. Daniel Bryan's a good one, too. Yeah. Yeah, theirs are more about well, Daniel Bryan and Kofi's were just really fantastic moments. Like their mania title wins were just huge, awesome Well, I also think Punk moments. and
2: Daniel Bryan were kind of the forerunners of NXT signing everybody off the indies, you know?
1: Yeah, Punk no, Punk's Punk's four hundred plus day reign was something else. That yeah. was that was awesome. Uh Blake
2: Elizondo, who will be the shock draft of the night? Be the most surprising.
1: Is there going to be one? I just want one. I want a good one. Are we actually going to find out where Lars Sullivan is going tonight? Yeah, I feel like we are. Probably, huh? I don't feel like Vince cares about. I, I think you're right about I mean, that was one point I was going to bring up, but I just get the feeling that for Vince, if you know, say, hey, hey, we have a problem. Hey, Dad, we got another problem with Lars. Oh, again, what happened? What did he do this time? He, uh, he messaged a girl to ask for a picture of her butt. Is that it? That's how I feel. Vince's reaction probably yeah, was. Yeah, no, I know. I <laughs> know. I know. It's like it's a new day. You can't do that stuff, man.
2: Uh, uh, wow. I we didn't answer Blake's question. Um, what was the question? Shock. Most shocking draft pick of the night. Man,
1: There is not going to be one. No, because they've kind of they've kind of telegraphed everything. Uh, I mean, it'll be interesting to to hear the name Charlotte again because it's been a yeah. while. Yeah, so. That's true. Finding out where she's gonna go, maybe. Mm -hmm. Panda Police Club. Now that we'll have to
2: see the Murphy Rollins Mysterio feud on a different night. I feel like this story should have ended a while ago. What other feuds or storylines can you think of overstayed their welcome or just never good to begin with?
1: Heal, Michael Cole. Oh God. Oh, the uh, to go along with that, the uh, anonymous Raw GM. Yeah, that was terrible. That was and it was just forever. Boy, that was so stupid. That was, was so bad. dumb.
2: Bad. Bad. Uh, Will Combs, you guys should book a wg one style tournament. One block of five NXT guys, another block of five Raw and SmackDown
1: guys. Uh, all right. So you get on the NXT side, Adam Cole. Yeah, Finn, Finn Balor. Balor. Gargano. Gargano, Ciampa.
2: Uh-huh. And Kushida. Yeah, that's good. All right. Let's do 5-5 five, five, and 5. We'll do a uh okay. a, 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 B, and C blocks and they'll have a triple right. threat to determine the winner. All right. Cool. Um
1: uh so Raw, who on Raw? Well, now, I mean it's kind of hard to Well, AJ went to Raw, right? AJ? AJ. AJ. Alistair Black. Alistair Black. Uh Kevin Owens for the meantime. Mustafa Ali. Oh yeah. And then
2: who are we leaving out? Keith Lee. Oh, great! Yeah, that's good. SmackDown. Seth. Mm. Mhm. Daniel Bryan. As far as we know, he's still on SmackDown. The Tribal Chief. Yeah. That's
1: He'll good. win the entire thing, of course.
2: Probably. You know, we we who we didn't put on the Raw one. Drew McIntyre
1: or Randall Keith Orton. Yeah, I know. I'm fine with that. I I kind of think I was gonna I wanted to take out a. I wanted to add Dijak in there. Take out, All right. I don't know, Kevin, uh, Aleister Black or Kevin Owens. All right. uh, Sami Zayn for SmackDown. Oh, that's a good one. You know what? Put Sheamus in there. Let him have a killer, whatever they'd call this. Oh, Cesaro. You got to put Cesaro. Oh, put Cesaro in there. A WWE one. And Murphy. Murphy. Uh, this is a great question. Combat Kev. Who do you think will be the MVP of 2021?
2: Oh, that was a good question. It's kind of too early to tell. Oscar's
1: been my MVP of 2020. Oscar is the MVP of 2020. I agree with that.
2: 2021. I'm going to say Biggie. I think he's going to. They're going to like they split the new day. I would think to facilitate in their mind a proper singles push for him. So they're going to see it through. He, of course, is going to hit a home run with it because that's what he does. And come WrestleMania, when he beats Roman Reigns for that universal title, uh, it's going to kick off a spectacular year for him.
1: I'm going to go with Sasha Banks. I think if she can stay healthy, she's going to be the Asuka of 2021, that person who sort of glues together the division. They can use that. Like, Asuka is used in so many different ways, but it's always because, oh, my God, she's dominant and she's terrifying. She can always put on great matches. She's like the glue of the division. Oh, yeah, I think shit, Sasha absolutely. Banks, I think she's going to be, she she has the opportunity to be that.
2: Definitely, definitely.
1: Yep. Anyways, uh, Twitch chat, stay tuned. We'll answer some more of your questions. Uh, to everybody else, thanks so much for tuning in. We appreciate it. We'll be back later on tonight, right after Raw, for our recap live on the Twitch, and then it'll go after that to the YouTube and wherever audio podcasts are found. Thanks so much for watching. Till next time, we'll talk to you later. Goodbye